Sydney, mate. Big move. Mm. Yeah. So we'll talk. I reckon we'll. It'll be the first question <laughs> when, we, when we get into it. Yeah. But this is kind of like your little podcast. Oh, um, no, I don't think so. This time a year ago, we sat down with you and me, Greg, and we had our first little trial. Yeah, I guess so. Talked about the world's problems at the time. Mm. Talked about Griffith. Talked a lot about uni, yeah. Yeah, talked about me a little bit. Yeah, uh, I could talk about the issues with the, with universities for the rest <laughs> of my life, I reckon. Oh, man, you still got that recording? I do, actually. Yeah, I found it the other day. A bit of a dry, a mm. dry record. It was fun, though. Mm. So that was the week before I went to Harvey Bay. Or maybe the wind got back. So it was this time around last year when we. Sat was down. it really? Yeah, yeah, because it was cold. We had to shut the windows and shit. Wow, you're right. Mm, at Nag's old house. Yeah. In Mermaid in um. Yeah, in Peerless. Peerless. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Skyline. That's not the right thing. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that was a year ago. And the mic's still here, so you yeah, kind of like same mic. Always with me, mate. Mm. On the podcast, and now you're finally here. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, actually. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cooking Goals podcast. You're listening to The Cooks and here we talk to motivated people who are actually doing something, how they got to where they are and their goals for the future. The aim of this podcast is to inspire people to create goals for themselves, to push towards and surpass them. Whether it be small goals like running a four minute kilometre or big goals like owning a home, I want this space to be somewhere people can come for inspiration, to listen in on a great conversation, hopefully learn something and in the process create goals for the future. Hey everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Cooking Goals podcasts. It's your host, The Cooks. Uh, this week's episode, I guess the editing is, I started a little bit differently with a conversation with me and my friend Peter. So I lost a little bit of the audio just at the start there. So uh, Peter Hamilton is a executive marketing man. <laughs> I don't know the job title, but he uh, works for online marketing gurus down in Sydney and he's uh, digital, he's in digital marketing. So today we, we speak about lots of stuff uh, in in that realm of things. Uh, so I can't wait for you guys to listen in on the conversation and really enjoy it. It's a, he's a great friend of mine and it's someone that I uh, would like to spend more time with in the future. But unfortunately, there's that distance between us with uh, Sydney and the Gold Coast. A lot of people ask me when I say that I run a podcast, or you must be pretty into other podcasts and stuff. So I've been trying to actually do that a lot more. Uh, recently, so I've been listening to the Elevate podcast by Robert Glazer. Also, uh, the Eat Lancet Commission, they have um, a podcast as well, uh, Let's Rethink Food. It's a really good one to, I guess, expand your knowledge on food waste and, and plant-based uh, eating as well as uh, the way that we can save the planet while we still can. So if you want to go give those podcasts a listen, they're really great for your commute to work as well as this one, as I'm sure you guys know. So uh, without further ado, we'll get straight into it. Uh, welcome on, Peter Hamilton. G'day. What's going on? Mate, I'm happy to be here. I've been, uh, yeah, a long time listener, first time contributor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, man. Um, it's cool to see someone actually, um, you know, pulling the trigger on something. I think yeah. so many people have, like, ideas to do podcasts and, you know, record music and all, all that kind of, like, creative type stuff. So yeah. it's, I mean, you're the first person I've known that's actually taken the plunge. Cool, so, thanks. Mm. It's good. It's, it's it's fun, man. Like it, it is a um, not a burden. Like, but mm. like you got to put in time to to be able to do. Like, I take a, if I take a whole Friday off to record, then edit, then mm. upload for the weekend or whatever. Like, burden's the wrong word. It's like it's a time, it's a time heavy task. Like, yeah, and, and you you know that. Like, mm. you can't just 
say if you're creating content or you're marketing or this, like it's not, mm. you can put in 10 weeks to 10 years worth, worth of stuff into an idea mm. just to get one post or one big outcome or like legislation takes years, that type of yeah. stuff. Like yeah, exactly. You compare it to smaller tasks, it's it's quite time heavy, but it's fun. It's fucking mm. fun, man. Like I've met so many cool people. Like I've got, I've got like, Yesterday I put a post up like four people coming on the podcast. Like yeah, you had Elijah last week, and now I've got two more lined up. So cool, it should be fun. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Have you had Have you had anyone say no? Like have yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. asked people and they said yeah. No. I asked my yoga teacher. I called her up and I was like, "Hey, G, like, oh, did you get my message?" And then I wanted you to have, come on the podcast. And she's like, "Yeah, cool." And then I went and saw her and went and did the class. Yeah, and I spoke to her after, and she was like, "Oh, like, kind of just like." shook her head and like walked away like it's not really for her like, yeah right you know, more into herself not yeah. into herself in that way but like you yeah, know, yeah yeah yoga teacher sort of internal yeah yeah, yeah a bit of yoga and stuff so I don't think it was maybe like her com- to be comfortable doing something like yeah, that yeah that's fair enough yeah and I guess like in yoga you kind of want to share your wisdom with your students not mm. just like the with a white yeah community. I mean unless like, she's selling it <laughs> yeah, that type of stuff but she's amazing like awesome chick yeah, but yeah. I just don't think it was for her so mm. um the way I like to start the episode, Peter, and I'm sure is the way, like, it was how we met. So I like to go to the listener and what they, what was their, maybe their first memory or what they, hacking back, yeah, how far yeah. back do we actually go for the listeners at home? Oh, man. So when did you, I guess, let's say, when did you get to Marymount? I got there, I moved to the Gold Coast from Adelaide when I was, what, eight? Mm. It was grade... Uh, yeah, I finished up grade three in Adelaide. Yeah. And then moved to Marymount, met met you and, and most of the boys. Yeah. Pretty much straight away. I actually remember you in you grade okay. four. Yeah, yeah. Which is strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. Was skinny. You were so tiny back then. Yeah. We all were though. I was real. You were like. I was real small to that. Real cricket, I was like, like 17. Bone. Yeah. 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 So. You I remember mean, me back in grade four? Whose yeah. class were you? And I was Mr. Coakley's. Oh man, I'm big train and Looney Tune fan. I'm gonna forget. How do I? Mr. Micklejohn was one. No, Micklejohn was grade five. Okay. Yeah, I was in Micklejohn in grade five. Um, Grade four, man. What was her name? Mrs. Cooper Smith. No. No. Oh wow, this is. (laughs) I'm having a breakdown. No, I don't know. I can't remember what my grade four teacher's name was. I can't remember back that far. I know, I know mine at least, Mm. but like that's it. Yeah, no, I have no idea. And you played cricket back then as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was pretty much my my go to. Was I yeah. loved playing cricket? Yeah, played it from when I was a little kid until. Too yeah. I played rugby for dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I was playing. I was even playing rugby before. I was in the under eights rugby union team in Adelaide called the Old Collegians, yeah. and I was in the under eights when I was four. I played four years in the same team, same coach, <laughs> different crew every year. Yeah. Who's this kid? I was yeah. the coach's son. <laughs> yeah. The photo's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I look like I'm someone's like younger brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I played I played rugby union a lot till everyone else grew and I didn't. Yeah. Like I was just I was so small, I was just getting destroyed. So that was a tough conversation with Daddy was uh, unimpressed to say the least, but I think he figured it out. Go on, drink some milk. <laughs> yeah, I know. After tears in the car on the way home from training, he was probably pretty over it as well. So yeah. Yeah, just focused on cricket and... Um, Helped you in the long run? I guess so, yeah. I mean, ultimately it was... Um, it was sort of a shame that it, it stopped when it did. Like, you know, I sort of finished school mm. and then... Uh, I guess first year uni, I was just having too much fun 
drinking beers and surfing and yeah. I didn't really want to wake up on a Saturday and play cricket for six hours, so yeah. I'll get back in it one day. That's but what happens to all, um, I guess, junior athletes or mm. like you get into that because school's so structured mm. and as soon as you finish school, there's no structure. You might yeah. have a part-time job or you might not. Yeah. It's like, what do you do with your time? Well, you hang out with your fellas, surf, beers, Yeah. you get 10, 18, you go partying, meet girls, all this stuff. And yeah. It's like, or is it going to go up or is it going to stay or is it going to go down? Like, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it was it was good. Like, at least, you know, I met I met some really good blokes at school and um, we were we were solid in the fact that, you know, we all <laughs> we all went to uni as much as we deemed necessary um, and then we were just surfing for the rest of it. So, and it was like, I still, I still look back on that, like the first year of uni, I'm not sure if you're the same, but it was like, that was the best year of my life for sure. Like, I've never had more fun. Yeah. Because just nothing mattered. It was just like, yeah. you know. Well, that's like my approach to, I've never been a fan of going back to uni. Like, even on that, it's a day, I was like, mm. fuck, I'm driving out here. But like, my last year when I did my honours, like, the lifestyle of uni is not too bad. Like, yeah. You, you have your classes, you have your tutes, you do your study. In between that, you might work here or there. But then you can hang out with your friends, surf, get beers. Like, yeah. you're getting beers at uni anyway. Mm. Like, if only, if only there was a bloody, like, surf comp at uni. Yeah. You'd have all three <laughs> in one. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um... Yeah, I really lost the plot with uni towards the end. I just didn't didn't go at all. I yeah. hated it. I was I was a good two shoes. I went there. Because yeah, I, was, I know you were. Yeah. Used to, yeah. I used I mean, to I see like, you around. I was like, <laughs> he's killing it. <laughs> Sixty hour weeks now. Yeah. Um, I, I think my guess my my first memory for you would be. Just, it's hard to think back that far. Like your memory doesn't really go mm. that far. But just in generally primary school, because I was still it was just me and Dylan, man, or me and Bryson for a yeah, long yeah. time. And we're just like one on ones, and then it kind of moved into you were more like Minnie and Joel, that have a crew like mm. Scooter Gang, <laughs> <laughs> and another, another handball crew that you had yeah. to fight for the squares and the stuff. And yeah. Then, then high school, we all kind of like groups kind of merged, I guess. And there's a mm. fucking there's a few of us there, like 10, 15 at one point. Yeah, it was a big group. Yeah, and then we all just started hanging out, fucking boogan and yeah, like, kicking the footy and shit, playing cricket, like yeah, good fun. Yeah, and it then, was like, good. Just the burly crew, like you and me, Joel James, like mm. it was just good to have. Um, the boys nice and close and yeah. now we're all getting older and moving away and doing this or that like still mates though oh mate gotta be I mean well, that's why you're here yeah yeah. It sounds like you've got some mates so. down there but you're up here to see the, the fellas this yeah. weekend so. yeah I had to rip back for, for the weekend so where was that photo of that tree where was that just at Nags yeah yeah, yeah, it yeah. Like you're in it. It was, it was more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was more just because I was happy to see the the blue sky and the sunlight, man. It's been. Dark, like a dark, cold, and rainy for the last three weeks. Down Sid. Mm, it's been ridiculous. Sorry, Hills, yeah? Yeah, working in Surrey Hills. Enjoying it? Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was interesting, actually. I mean, I was, I was talking to someone about this the other day, but it was, um, I guess sort of the funny thing about me was that I really just lost motivation for sort of uni at the end of uni mm. and then even when I started working I was just like man this is like I was I was actively saying every day like I'm bad at this like I'm I'm not motivated like mm. I'm getting getting paid to do to sit here and like look out a window and I was just counting down the seconds every day and I was just like mm. freaking out because I was like man there's you know I got another 40 years of this at least <laughs> like I yeah. better you know <laughs> my dad said it to me once I woke up one yeah. day it's like Oh, how was you say? Oh, yeah, went to work. It's like, well, welcome to the next 50 years. Like, yeah. Gee, thanks. Like, that makes me want to get out of bed. And so, you know, I got I got really worried because I was like, I've, 
I've, I can recognise that my work ethic's dreadful. Like, I'm, I'm not motivated to do anything. Like, I'll, I'll do sort of the bare minimum, just scrape through, and then, you know, you've got, you got people like parents who you talk to. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, pretty switched on. Like, he's got this new job. Mm. And then it's like full... The other way around. Imposter syndrome, because yeah, it's just yeah. like, I don't... Like, you know, everyone was like, congratulations on, like, getting a new job and doing this. And it was like, I didn't deserve it in the slightest. Like, if anyone ever checks my, like, uni GPA, mm. they'd be like, what on earth is this kid doing? <laughs> like, and so when I, when I eventually moved to Sydney... I was just freaking out the whole, like, you know, I drove down and like the whole drive, I was just like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime and I'm going to go down there and be a lazy prick mm. and, and I'll lose it. And I just accepted that that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to do, which was nuts. Whatever, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, what am I going to do after that? And it was just really just, it was almost like sick. It was mm. like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining it before you even get it. Mm. Um, driving past Maitland oh yeah we can yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I drove through Maitland on the way back it's yeah. a good brekkie yeah and so and then yeah sort of to my surprise it was I guess it's that thing you know when you when you sort of love what you do you don't really work and yeah yeah I mean I, I you just kind of do yeah it's just mm. yeah it's, you're fortunate enough to get paid for it yeah and, and that's it is like I realised that the reason I was really struggling is because I wasn't learning anything mm. and I wasn't learning about things that I wanted to learn about you know um like last year last year of uni was just ridiculous like some of the stuff I was learning even now like mm. that I actually work in the industry is just like I can't believe they teach that like but it's, shit, it's just pointless. yeah it's just it's so basic that it's not even remotely relevant mm. to like prove telling someone that you could do what we learn at uni is just like who cares yeah. it's never going to be done that way and even in my profession they're like well everyone comes out with the same qualification the mm. same amount of placement the same amount of marks discipline all that thing it's yeah. like well, what differs you from John over there yeah. why should I hire you man yeah. like, and you know what? I literally think it's just it's just got to be like personality like I reckon if you've got someone who's like and I'm not just saying this because I was bad at uni but it's like I reckon if you've got someone who's like a you know a high distinction average student and then someone who's like a like a pass or a credit average yeah. I, I would still just want to have someone who has a certain personality for, for well, my job yeah my recent job interviews have been focused on like about you mm. what can you bring to us are you suited for us our company yeah. it's like well yeah. that's cool because the hospital interviews are more like can you save this person's life can you not kill this person I guess that's sort of a different, different yeah. yeah like it's the same skills involved as being a dietitian but it's just different environments because mm. I feel like in a private practice setting you know when you see a GP you have a laugh say good day yeah do you because you you're day. hoping that you're not going to die. Yeah. Yeah. But as in the hospital, people are very like, like, you can't be personal. Mm. You have to be like a doctor, like come in, do this, get out. Like, yeah. Type of thing. So, mm. and I want to talk about that big move. So you said you moved to Sydney. So all that stuff, like those feelings that you've had and mm. up until you've gotten to it. So you've driven into Sydney. Mm. What was your opportunity? How did you get there? And why did you make the decision to move? Oh, <laughs> so, loaded question. Yeah, there's a bit to it. Um, basically, like I, I've been, I've been lucky enough to have a, a much, you know, a much older brother, and and he's married, and and they're both sort of in the industry. Um, one in advertising, and the other in um, digital marketing or, or outdoor marketing, I suppose. Um, so I was, I was always lucky enough to go down and 
sort of do internships and stuff like that. And that's where I really actually learnt and strived and and had a had a good time. Yeah. And and so then sort of the idea to do digital marketing was was born. Like that's where I wanted to end up. Always wanted to work for an agency. Um and I was I was working down in Byron Bay for about a year. Um and it just wasn't I wasn't learning anything. There was no one above me to teach me anything. So yeah. I left and started a new job on the coast, which was with some pretty interesting folk. Mm. Um, it was just, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like the the stuff that I was doing was just, I've got this massive thing out for people that advertise that they want a marketing coordinator because it's just the biggest blanket term for like, they don't everything. have a clue what they want. So they want you to do everything. Yeah. But they don't actually put any budget or effort or time into thinking about what would benefit the business. So you just end up going there and just it's just so they can say they've got someone in marketing. Mm. And so I was only there for probably six weeks. And again, it was like, every, you know, like my family stuff like, oh, you, now you're like a marketing coordinator. Like, that's great. And I was going to work just being like, this is disgusting. Yeah. And so... Two words put together. Mm, yeah. It just meant nothing. Like yeah. what I was doing was pointless. And, and it doesn't matter how good it sounds. Like I, I was a dishwasher for five years, and I'd call it an underwater ceramic technician. Yeah, and it sounds fucking yeah. What are you? Yeah, tiles on the bottom of the ocean floor. Yeah, not quite, man. No. I'm cleaning ceramic plates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fucking parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, so it ended up that I, I went out on New Year's Eve with all the boys. Mm. We went to you know someone's house down in Corumbin and drank thousands of beers. And then I was... 2018? Yeah, Mendel must have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I ended up in an Uber at about 4.30 in the morning coming home. And I was just like, man, I hate this. Like, Mm. and, you know, my mum always said, you know, if you you want change, you got to change something. Yeah. And so I got home and I, I sat at my desk as the sun was coming up and I applied for... 25, 30 jobs in Sydney and Melbourne mm. that were way above what I would should, again, in my own head, I was like, these are way better than anything I should ever get. Mm. But I was just like, I need something to change. And this is, this at that, at that moment, I didn't know how else to make a change. So I just applied for agency jobs in Sydney and Melbourne and a few in Adelaide, mm. anything digital marketing and then just sort of passed out and forgot about it. And I think probably, you know, I went up to Brizzy and and saw family and stuff like that and went back to work on probably the 4th or the 5th. And my first day back at work, I got a call as I was walking to work from Sydney, just mm. being like, hey, can you have a Skype call, have a chat? And I just, I, did, I completely forgot. I was just like, oh. Sorry, who are you? Did yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just like, you submitted an application on the 1st. And I was just like, huh, amazing. So I had one Skype call with with my, I guess now my, my boss. Mm. Um, had one Skype call that went for like an hour. And then yeah. he, he called me the next morning. He was like, man, you're exactly what we've been looking for. Can you be here in two weeks? And... The amount of research I did into this company, because I was so sure that it was dodgy. Yeah. Because I was like, how could they just hire me that quickly? Like, yeah. They didn't even meet me. Yeah. I get messages from people on LinkedIn, like, come present our conference. I'm like, yeah. I can't even pronounce your first name. Yeah. I'm not coming to you. Yeah. Conference. So <laughs> it was just, 
But it all looked good. Like it, I read reviews and I, I looked at their site and the, the people that they worked with and, and it all looked legit. And so mm. I, just, I just walked in and quit from where I was working and, and then told my dad. Obviously, my dad was just like, that's super sus. But if you want to go, then go. And I'm driven risky of planes in yeah, that phone call. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and then I guess pretty much two weeks to the day later, I was I was throwing stuff in the back of my car and mm. I just drove down. Yeah, and started. I think uh, I think I drove down on like the Thursday and settled in and started uh, on the Tuesday because the Monday was mm. Australia Day or Anzac Day or something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was in January, so it probably, <laughs> probably wasn't Anzac Day. Um, yeah, so then that was that, and I was, in, I was in Sydney and feeling like I was about to get fired. Mm. Just didn't sleep for the first week because I was so scared they were going to get rid of me. And Yeah. Sort of drive back. Yeah, and then the stars aligned, and I was just like, yeah, oh, this is exactly what I want to do. And so that's online marketing gurus, right? Yeah, OMG. Yes, where are you? Sorry, that's where you are. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, so explain to me, I guess, what you do at online marketing. OMG, I'm not going to keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> at OMG, um, basically, we we specialize in in. Th- Three main areas, so it's search engine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we do search engine optimization, mm. which is SEO, yep. and then PPC, which is like Google advertising, so pay per click mm. through Google AdWords, and then we do a bit of a bit of social and other stuff like yeah. Facebook advertising, LinkedIn, yeah. YouTube, Gmail, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, what happens is someone will will come into us who needs who needs to be seen online. So, to just really briefly run you through it, is it's like with SEO, we there's a lot of you know work on the actual website. We're basically manipulating it to appeal to Google's best practices. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of boxes that you have to tick, unwritten boxes because. You know, it's it's sort of a science. Not, not everyone can be at the top of the Google search. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it's very much trialing and and seeing what's going to work for different industries. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's on page content. It's the way that Google, which at the end of the day is a robot, reads a website. So none of what we do is user experience focused or, um, you know how how pretty the site is or anything like that. Mm. It's purely just how Google will crawl the site and, and what, what it will learn about the site so that when a certain phrase or, or keywords are, are written into Google, Google knows to present you with site X. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's SEO is like the, the one thing that was always this weird science to me that I never understood. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I reckon it's so interesting. Not ones and zeros, though, is it? Or is it no, no, no. It's not, it's not too... It's not too dev heavy. <laughs> no. It's um yeah, it's not too dev heavy. Mm. It's um it's a lot more like, you know, writing writing content on pages, mm. you know, on the home page, filling the content and ensuring that, that the keywords are, are filtered throughout it. Yeah. Um, so you're not worried about I know you said earlier at lunchtime about traffic. Are you mm. 
with that search engine optimization, obviously that's getting obviously that's getting people to the site itself. Mm. But is that where you stop, or do you try to make sure that people click onto the contact page or click onto the shop? Or? Yeah, so we definitely monitor it. Like a big part of our analytics is conversions. Uh, we more so because even though technically our job is to get people to the door, it's to prove that the people that we got there are the right people. Mm. People that you put there. Yeah. So, you know, a big part of the conversation we have have is is if you're selling T-shirts, for example, Mm. only on the Gold Coast. Every dickhead in these doggies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And which is sort of a funny one. I've got got a lot to say about them. (laughs) But... um, you know, it, like if you yeah, were selling the cooks community, <laughs> yeah. But if but if you were selling that, yeah. you wouldn't. And I said, yeah, I can get you to position one for people just searching T-shirt. Mm. Like, there's no buyer intent in that. There's no intention behind that statement saying that they're actually going to buy one of your T-shirts. Mm. They might just be looking for a certain style of T-shirt. You know, like yeah. as we An do image with, for their PowerPoint position. Exactly right. So that's what we we would call like a tofu or like a top of funnel result really like a lot of (laughs) yeah a lot of volume a lot of volume but not a lot of transactional volume so what we would try and do is is focus on long tail keywords that show intent so we might get we might not generate the same amount of of traffic as you would at the top of the funnel but Mm. we might we might only generate say 500 clicks a month but of that 250 of them buy a shirt okay you know what i mean so We'll go into the site and ensure that analytics is all set up and firing so that we can say, you know, and it's a conversation that we have every now and then is they sign on and they're just like, oh, well, my traffic's gone down. It's like, yeah, but how's business? And they're just like, oh, yeah, business is great. And it's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Because we're, you know, you, you want to you show the message to the right people. Yeah, well, I guess the, the amount of people who visit your site doesn't equal money. No, so exactly not. Shirt yeah. But then again, it's it's massive. You know, that's an example of an e-commerce client. So it's it's so dependent on your industry. Yeah, very much so. The hardest being, now, yeah, yeah, I mean, the hardest being people who want to do online. You know, like digital digital marketing, mm. and the the conversion is is store visits. So, okay. Yeah. So how do you convert and how do you attribute what you're doing to yeah. someone physically walking into a store? Yeah. And we're lucky enough to be. We, we work closely with Google, so we get a lot of access to sort of new products and and beta features and stuff like that that they're working on, which is really cool. And just Google, because I know there's like, I, I use Google, you use Google. Is there like people who use Ecosy or people who use Bing or MSN search? Like this? It's interesting you say that, actually. So if a certain client will come, I'm sure you can have a guess as to what we're talking about here. If a certain client comes through the door, Sometimes we will just say, let's do Bing. Mm. If someone's targeting like 55 to 65-year-olds, mm. they get so much, it's so much cheaper as well. Yeah. They get so much more out of using Bing yeah. or Bing, you know, marketing. Yeah. It makes up a very small percentage of what we do, but there, there really is like a market for it. Yeah, yeah. Them, them 65, 75-year-olds who have yeah. just, got, just got internet. Yeah. And, and you know, they've already got a Hotmail. Well, and well yeah, I mean, it's like it's it, it was just the browser that was on their, like, 2001 Microsoft computer. Yeah. And that's still what they use. Yeah, exactly. So they have no idea. they'll never find you on Google because mm. they'll never use Google. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, Bing is a, is a, is a part of it the for platform, sure. yeah. But, I mean, Google's getting to the point now where... It's in your fucking house. Google Home. Yeah, so... 
you know, there's from from what I've been reading and stuff is attribution models are getting to the point where Google will will soon be able to see that you've interacted with an ad or interacted with a business online, mm. and then it can it can see that your phone has physically gone into that location, and if that happens within say seven days of when you saw the saw an ad or, or on that website, then it attributes that to said ad. So now we can. You know, or, or in the near future, we'll be able to say, "Here's how much you spent on Facebook ad or, or PPC, so Google ads, mm. and here's your return on investment is is fifty five people walk through your doors because they found you online, which yeah. is ridiculous. That's insane. Cause there's yeah. new businesses opening every day, like trying to mm. make that dollar. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting. The the bricks and mortar versus like online market is mm. is a funny one as well because. It was the same. <laughs> Everyone talks about it. They're like, oh, fuck, man, I was searching something the other day where I mentioned the word lawnmower, and now they're getting fucking lawnmowers promoted to the yeah, so on their Facebook Messenger, and they go, yeah. I don't even mow lawns. So yeah, like, so that's remarketing. Rem- yeah. oh, that was that was it. I was trying to figure out what else we offered, and I yeah. couldn't think of it. Remarketing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that one's sort of an easy one. It's more of like a you flick it on, but there's still work to be done on it. It's mm. just that it, we only recommend it to people getting a certain amount of views Until on their site. You in the mirror, and you go, oh, yeah. Needs some toothpaste. Like, Pretty much, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. PPC. We gotta say you were laughing about something just before I interrupted about the remarketing thing. It was before that. Oh, um, can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. So SEO PPC. Yep. So PPC is is uh, okay. So from an organic perspective, if if we were doing an SEO and we got you into position one for mm. t shirt, yeah, uh, or like yellow t shirt online Mm. um technically someone could go through ppc and pay to sit above your organic listing so the thing with seo is even though people pay to do seo Mm. you know on paper that traffic is free yeah because you're not paying for people to come to your website you're paying to optimize your site and that results in people coming to your Mm. website but the traffic is inherently not costing you anything PPC is you you pay per click, so every time someone clicks oh, okay. through, yeah, okay, yeah. So if, like if you Google something now, there'll be mm, between one and three sometimes, and they'll say add next to them, and that's PPC. Okay. And then the ones under that are SEO, and if there's a map there, that's Google My Business. We do mm. a bit of that. P- so, well, you no, know, keep going. Yeah, and then there's all these other structured snippets and structured data that Google puts onto certain pages. So, like, people also asked for, if you can get featured in that, it's really good for click-through rates. Mm. If you're targeting questions like, what sandstone should I use around my pool? It's one I had last week. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's there's, there's so many avenues to be seen digitally. It's yeah. just a lot of people don't know where to start. Yeah, and you've, you've mentioned that. Even when just the weekend before you left, the day before you left, mm. we had Alfred's again, obviously mm. place to be, um, and said, "Oh, well, I was talking to like this chick that you know, mm. and you saw her on Instagram feed in an ad, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you've just you fucked this up. You spent money and you fucked it up so bad. It could have been way better. Like, oh yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No people, yeah, like influencers. They throw twenty dollars at Instagram. Yeah, hundred percent return. Like, yeah, no it's way. an interesting one. Especially like I, because I always look at it and I always think if I really, if I was that desperate, you know, to be an influencer, which yeah. is like no discredit to them, I think they play a role in helping. And they make money. They're they're doing it for themselves or whatever, you know. Mm. It's a business these days. Yeah, and 
I have read a lot about how bad it can be for businesses that work with influencers. Mm. So I would implore anyone who's considering it to to really read up about it. Um, like I was reading about a girl with like 23 million followers who did a, mm. you know, a sponsored post and like couldn't, they, she like couldn't sell more than like eight jumpers or something to an audience of 23 million, which is a conversion rates almost zero. zero. zero yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I always think with the social media thing, because, because now like you could change, like you could change your personal profile to a business profile, mm. pretend that you don't care what people think and write comedian which is one of my all-time favorites yeah. for people that don't want to look like they're trying to be an influencer, but they are. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's okay to want to be an influencer. Just, like, I reckon embrace Like, do yeah, your thing. Yeah. Embrace it. Don't pretend that you're not trying to be you're one. You're going to be 30 and yeah. you're going to run out of shit to do. Well, <laughs> I don't want to touch on it too much. I mean, I'll get carried away. <laughs> yeah. But but then, I mean, then what you do is you switch over to a business account and in their mind is, like, I'll put 50 bucks in and Instagram's telling me I can reach an audience of, of 200,000 people and I'll probably get 10,000 followers out of it. But if you're going to do that, don't target the gold coat because everyone knows, like, you know... Everyone knows fucking everyone. Yeah. It's so, that one person rule, like, I oh, know you, you know, the... Like, yeah. Oh, so when, yeah, everyone. I mean, I think the scenario that you're referring to was like, yeah, I was being adverti- advertised to by someone I personally knew and it's yeah. just like... And, and even though it's, it's sort of on a tangent, but that's exactly what I mean is, is if you actually, I reckon if, if you mm. sat someone down like that, and I've always wanted to do this, mm. but it's just I wouldn't want to do it with my own account, is like, yeah. I would actually be interested to see how much of a following you could generate through actually just social media marketing yourself. Mm. It'd be interesting. Just being as, a person. Yeah. I mean, I think or you'd like have... As in doing your own marketing. Yeah, I mean, I, like more that I would like actually really enjoy sort of working with a with an influencer to like try and build their fo- just just for fun, like yeah, to yeah, see yeah. how far it could go. Because mm. you know you always see those like Vice or whatever articles of people creating like fake restaurants and stuff. Like mm. you could essentially create a fake personality because mm. you wouldn't even have to have photos of yourself really no. these days. Your hands, your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, you could get it to the point where you're getting, like, promo deals and stuff with, you know, people sending you free shit, shit mm. for for running, like, a fake... Being on the know. toilet. Yeah, and so that's... Flicking your phone. That's what I mean. And now you can, you know, you can... Well, I mean, not now. It's been going on for ages. But, you know, you can buy likes and... I don't know. It's just such a cesspool, I reckon, Instagram. <laughs> it's so bad. PBC, SEO, remarketing. Mm-hmm. Anything else there? Social. Yeah. Um, sort of similar again. I think uh, yeah, there's a lot of small businesses that that do like a boosted post on Facebook, which is which is okay for certain certain things. I had a conversation with someone last week and said, you know, if I was a musician, I would upload a music video to Facebook and just boost it because it's just pure brand visibility. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like if you, you you can actually go really in depth on Facebook and we. We've started doing LinkedIn, like I... Love LinkedIn, man. Fucking favourite shit. Yeah, it's good, eh? So good. Um, When I was on the train going to Logan every day, I'd be educating myself. Yeah. so good. There's a lot of good stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll talk about LinkedIn a bit later, but I've got... Yeah, I've got opinions about that as well. (laughs) Oh, mate, I know who you're talking about. Oh, (laughs) my God. Um, (laughs) Business coaches, man. I can't stand them. Um... 
They just yell at the phone for, yeah. hour, for five minutes and put a post up. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I get that there's a space for that Gary, whatever his name is. Like Because mm-hmm. he's actually like a... It's got business. Of dogs, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But people who just do like real vague business coaching, being like, because they all say contradicting shit to each other, is it's like you know, you shouldn't work for money, and then like another guy is like, if money's your greatest at, like you know, yeah. if that's what you value, you'll be unstoppable. And it's like you guys need to corroborate or something. Like you're all saying different shit. Yeah, does my head in. I probably sound so negative. No, but. <laughs> no. you're the guy in the expert field, so you got the knowledge about it. Because um, if I'm saying that and I'm saying that, I'm like, well, fucking, what is the guy who knows what's going on actually yeah. thinking and saying? You know what I mean? Mm. But then, yeah, I mean, Facebook. You can actually go in now and create an ads or like a Facebook business manager account to manage your business page and and Facebook ads manager is is wild. Like it's the the targeting and stuff yeah, that you can do is incredible. See, I'm not on a anymore and I, I think I feel like I might have to get back like I don't have it personally I haven't had it for like mm. you know, 18 months mm. but I was talking to a dude at a festival and he just runs a massage he's like a massage therapist yeah at the back of his fucking house mm. and he he like did a few Facebook ad mm. workshops and now he knows how to do it and mm. he's fucking like even if he makes one ad like a hundred bucks he, he still has a client for like eight weeks and, that, and they, they've paid him eight hundred bucks yeah to, exactly and it's like well shit that's an eight times conversion rate or whatever mm. if I'm using the right terminology from mm. one ad yeah know? or he can he can figure out if you've hovered the mouse mm. over the submit purchase but not clicked it and stuff like that yeah and sends an email to John hey John you you filled out the form why didn't you click yes yeah. like, here's 50% off like yeah. what the fuck that's yeah, insane that's cool that's called Hotjar that product it's mad Hotjar it, yeah and so you can go and watch like recordings of, of the way a user would interact with your site mm. so you can see if you're if you're testing where to have a lead capture form, for example, you can see if people aren't scrolling down far enough, or or they're looking at something else instead of um, the form. It's, yeah. like, it's incredible the stuff that you can track. Kind of creepy, but it's super creepy. It's sort of brilliant. Oh as yeah, well. like I love it. I mm. can't get enough. I love yeah. reading about it. Um, and and the, yeah, I mean Facebook, you can do lookalike audiences, so you can like input an entire like if you're doing email marketing or if if you've you know, you've attained email mm. addresses through, you know, your, your CRM or whatever. Mm. It's like you can input a thousand email addresses into lookalike audiences on Facebook and it will, f- it will find them and that one, it'll find a 1% audience of, of people that are, that share similar traits to the accounts linked to that mm. email address. So like, you know, you can you chuck it in, and then it goes and finds hundreds and, and thousands of people it's a virus. that share very very similar information, or or you know hashtags. Or yeah, I mean, whether it's that they're liking similar pages, or if they show any form of similarity to an extent that Facebook thinks will be mm. re- will result in in conversions, and then you can advertise them. It's yeah, it's I, I thought about I like that word advertising. I always thought I would do. I was in business in high school. I thought, oh, I like advertising. Mm. And we spoke about the difference between advertising and marketing. Like, mm. marketing is the whole doing it, whereas advertising is like finding the billboard to put the fucking ad on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of people sort of have different the word opinions. Advertising, I haven't heard that. In, you know, no one says that. Everyone says marketing now. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it will. It would depend on who you ask, but for the most part, it's it's marketing is the marketing would be the strategy, 
and then you know advertising is is where you where you physically put your assets mm. so if you have ad creatives wherever you put them that's where you're advertising whereas it was wholesome marketing is is the entire this the strategy the yeah. plan um the broad name yeah yeah it's sort with of, um hotjar mm. i just popped into my head the question of like ever would everyone i would say everyone has a different opinion on if a website looks good or not mm. like i fucking hate it when i scroll down a website and like it's kind of like an excel sheet where it's frozen at the top so it will stay yeah and i'll move and then i'll scroll up and then it won't it'll move and shit i'm like can you just stay put i yeah. know where you are i'll come back to you if i want to interact yeah with you. it's like, like a sticky bar at the yeah, top and yeah. it follows you down the screen yeah. i hate it as well it's fucking yeah. i don't know if it's our generation or if it's i'm not yeah i'm not sure either with but, the, yeah, i'll bad. let you sit but is there a certain aspect of like the brain involved like how do you i don't know like the psychological point of it like Abby's studying psychology and right. I was talking to Jake at the gym and he was saying like the way that I even experienced it the other day like the way that people have designed Instagram and Facebook and ads and all that type of stuff is it makes you feel good you get those endorphins when someone likes your post or when someone buys something from you or yeah. and I was like oh fuck this is actually really weird I'm actually checking my phone if I have likes on this post it's like mm. that's a fucking habit mm. and that's they must have I don't know researched on how to make it so it's how that's it's in everyone's pockets these days. Mm. And with, is there anything on that type of stuff with marketing and advertising on how to make it so it's embedded in your brain type shit? Like as in a, in a bad way, like an addiction to the marketing or whatever? Mm. Oh, I mean... Uh, like if people have addictions to shopping and shit. I mean, yeah. Like addicted to like seeing aesthetic photos or lists or... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure. I imagine it would, it would greatly vary depending on the, mm. on the product or the, or the brand or whatever, but... Yeah. I think it's, it's not so much, yeah, I mean, it, the, the, there's a lot to be said about, like, copy, so, like, what, what is physically written on an ad, and what is presented to, to the user. Yeah. So, I imagine, yeah, I, I think if you had, if you had a fantastic copywriter, and someone who could produce really engaging content, mm. which is out and about like the hardest thing to come across is really engaging content mm. and transactional content. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think people like that are invaluable, mm. but I also think it's limited in a sense that, you know, if, if you're doing fencing, I mean, how engaging can it, you be? You know what I mean? The sport or the... No, no, <laughs> no. Like if you're building, building pool fence. fences yeah, yeah. and you're writing um, blog articles, which is a massive part of SEO is, mm. is writing and, and ranking blog articles. Yeah, is... I've written for a, f- a few ladies on their um, websites mm. and they, they use the SEO and the WordPress and all that type of shit. And I had no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yep. it's just clicking some of the stuff you said today is like mm. in my head, but yeah. So, so just, and to touch, so this is, it's all sort of interlinked is, mm. is that process of you creating that content is what we would do if you if mm. you know if you're a client is once you'd written that mm. you'd give it to us and then we'd make sure it was it was keyword rich and then the keywords that we would put throughout the the document 
would be reflective of what we want that that blog to show up for when people are searching mm. for it. So, like, what was one that you wrote? So, f- you can understand, but FODMAPs and chocolate. So, it's a, it's a certain diet that you have. So, you have a FODMAP yeah. diet, and can I eat chocolate on a FODMAP diet? Yeah, so what you try, what we would try and do is rank you for can I eat chocolate on a FODMAP diet. Mm. And then, and this is what I mean by having incredible copywriters mm. And, mm. and transactional content is, then you'd want you'd want that to not just be viewed by five hundred thousand people. Mm. You know, you you want those people to then move onto your site and and convert and read the article. Yeah, whatever yeah. whatever it is that is your end goal. Because, yeah. And that's sort of the best thing is like it doesn't matter what your goal is. Yeah, if it's if it's online and it's it's digital, like it can probably be done. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. even if it's just I want people to read my other article. Yeah. Just link your other, you know, have have it so that it's so Presented engaging yeah. that it that it gets people to to shift through your site and spend time engaging with your brand, mm. and then they're going to remember that, you yeah. know. Even engagement with like I watch a little bit of YouTube and stuff, and I mm. love I like my CrossFit stuff, and they and some of these athletes will analyze the whole workout second by second, minute by minute. Yeah, what I should have done here, I should have gone faster. Yeah, slowed down here, whatever. I love listening to that. But if they haven't started the workout by like three minutes in the video, I'm going to fucking skip it. I don't give a fuck yeah. what you have to say until then with your, your gay intro and stuff. I just yeah. want to get to the the bit that I want to see. And that's like the engage. Yes, it's engaging for me, but only where I want to be engaged. Yeah. And I've seen an aesthetic photo on Instagram. I'm like, fuck, that's a cool photo. Like, mm. I'm engaged for maybe three more seconds before I move to the next one, which I'm only going to look at for one second. Yeah. But you can take so much information in compared to that those two seconds. Like, Yeah. Well, I, and, and that's why I... I mean, I ha- admittedly, I haven't done an, a, a lot of research, mm. a lot of research about it. But I always would find that a still image, advertising-wise, at least, mm. a still image is is way more engaging for me. And a, you know, a short, punchy mm. caption is way more engaging for me than a video. Because man, I'm this, like, I will not watch yeah. more than like five seconds. And so yeah. there are people that are like, you know, the, the first five seconds is important. Like the most important because yeah, yeah. if they leave, they're not coming back. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's people that people that throw up like ten minute videos as as like an advertising stunt on Facebook. Mm. Like it's just suicide. It's too long. Yeah. Good with fucking YouTube ads and shit. It's like I haven't watched one YouTube ad in fucking six years. Mm. You know what I mean? Like unless I had to, and F ten it, make it quiet, and go do something else. And then I come back a minute later, mm. I'm ready to go. Skip ad. Yeah. Um. I want you to talk about, if you don't mind sharing, the idea and user experience. Like You've mentioned that a few times to me. Mm. So you've said that people can come to you with the greatest fucking idea in the world, but if they don't have a user experience available, no one's going to want to involve, indulge in their idea. What, yeah. What's, what happens with that? And like, like from a lead nurturing... From, from because like, say user experience, like you can have the best looking game on the yeah. game cover yeah. and you go and get into the user experience and you're playing a pixelated piece of shit. Right. How do you make that user experience part of why they want to buy that product or why? Because you said that you, you, might, you can build traffic and you can build people to come view your website, but you can't necessarily... You guys, like you said, you don't make the website. That's, yeah. That's the brand's... Mm. Um, position like yeah you can, you can say hey that shape or that design looks crap 
but you're not going to because you're not being paid to say that. Yeah, you know? we will. Yeah, like if it's real bad, yeah, we'll yeah. be like, you know, this looks just ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's. You, you can go to those websites still that have been built in 2005, and you go, "What is going on here?" Like, yeah, some of them are just dis- like some of the sites are yeah. just disgusting. Pool fencing, for example, it's like yeah. we, well, we made a business, we make heaps of money doing pool fencing. Pool, pool. <laughs> <laughs> full painting <laughs> but they website is like looking at fucking mm. and it's surprising like yeah. I you know some of the sites that I've seen just in the last week are, are disgusting and then I you know jump into their analytics and they're getting 30 40,000 people through the site a week really shit yeah and so and and again I reckon it there are certain industries and certain markets and demographics you'll go after that they probably don't give a shit what mm. your website looks like I care what, like, I wouldn't buy off a website mm. that looked shit. Yeah. Even if I was buying a product that I really like. Yeah. I'd really struggle if the website looked bad. Yeah. Because it's just something, like, if you really cared about your brand, just make it look yeah. nice. Yeah, you know what I mean? Base, all yeah. Well, look, I just found out about Alfred's left my bloody water bottle there. Yeah, mate, no worries what's your name. Like, yeah, blah, blah, see, blah, that's blah, blah, just blah. good, like, good customer interaction is, yeah. is stuff like that. But, I mean, yeah, the, the biggest running gun battle that probably any solo marketing agency has and and by solo i just mean that you know they just do digital marketing Mm. rather than user experience and stuff is that our job is is to get people to the door you Mm. know what i mean and and once they once they're into the site it's your brand it's yeah i mean you've really got to pull your weight otherwise it doesn't matter how many people we get to the site so it must work well for omg if you've got all the guys working on digital marketing for their own omg website yeah, it's in, like uh, we, well, we, so we have our own like internal marketing team yeah. and so oh, they okay. just work for OMG. So, yeah. um, you know, we do our own creatives for OMG and then, mm. then we, we've got a head of Facebook and, you know, all that kind okay, of jazz. Cool. So, but yeah, it is funny. Like, you know, you could probably go in and like build new Google ads and stuff yeah. for the actual brand. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. Working in, in itself. Yeah. Do you think marketing is a necessity for the future of business? Um, yeah, I think there'll always be an, a need for it. I think, if anything, it's getting... It's going to get a lot harder. It's going to get a lot more expensive. Yeah, it's going to be more people opening businesses every day. Mm. I was reading somewhere... One billion people here in 30 years. Like for, I was reading somewhere that... Um, Facebook advertising is is four times more expensive in Australia than it is in the states, Shit. and it's just people like is that a population thing. It's yeah, it's just sort of like businesses to to people ratios. Like mm. you know, there's so many businesses fighting for rel- relative to the US is is limited traffic. Mm. So I think it's going to get a lot more. Ne- it's going to get a lot more necessary for for digital brands. Mm. Um. And sort of the unfortunate part about it is that, especially from SEO, where things like longevity and stuff is all considered by Google, Mm. how long has this site been live? It's been live and good for 10 years. If you start a business tomorrow, it's going to take you years to get above someone like that. Yeah. And and we say, you know, we're, we're transparent in the fact that if you come on board and do SEO with us, you, you, you start seeing optimal results, really good results after 12 months. Mm. You won't see something next week. No. That's the way our our brains are built these days. Even my mum said, she's like, mm. your your generation is like, they're quitting jobs up front and centre because they're not getting, satis- they want to help people, which is great, but they're not getting the satisfaction they are in a month 
stay leave. Mm. And it's like, well, well, obviously we're built like that because of our phones and our instant, yeah. instant gratification and stuff, mm. stuff like that. And people will transfer that into every part of their lives. So it's like, oh, yeah. I brushed my teeth twice today. Why aren't they white yet? Yeah. It's like, well, fuck Yeah, that. and it's so... You've got to brush your teeth every day for the next fucking hundred years. That's why yeah. they're not white. And especially now when, when you can see, you know, you can see greener grass in your pocket. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like, it's it's not it's not like, oh, is the grass greener? It's like, I'm on my phone on, on LinkedIn jobs and this job looks better than mine. So yeah. I'm going to try and get it. And it's just... Well, that's like you said to you. Have you had any job offers? And you go, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, like it would, it would take a, a, a lot for me. Like I wouldn't, mm. yeah, I, yeah would, no. I would not leave there. Yeah, no, for sure. And what's next for marketing in general? Like, well, I went to a conference in Sydney when I was down. Yeah. Old Wayno restrained me from seeing you. <laughs> you know how it is. Like a princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay in the hotel. Yeah. Um, and it actually ran that day as well. Fancy that, but mm. um. And he was a guy from Instagram and Facebook and talking about stuff in the business and this is what you need. You need these three steps, all, all this stuff. Really cool stuff, good insight. Mm. I'm, I'm not a businessman right now. Right. Um, not useful for me. At the, like useful for me for future, but for, for right then and now. It was good note-taking, but that's about it. I haven't read it since. Right. Real cool dude, really interacting and stuff. Great presentation. What's going to be next for marketing in general? Like Instagram, is it infinite? Is it going to have... Like, remember Facebook was the only thing that was around. Before that, MySpace was the only thing around. Mm. Like everyone has Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram now. LinkedIn's coming up through the through the ranks pretty high now. Yeah, so LinkedIn LinkedIn's really good business to business. Yeah. So you know if you're providing um, if you're providing a service that assists another business, it's really good. Mm. It's not so great for going after consumers. Like you wouldn't sell shoes on LinkedIn. No. Um, you you know you probably wouldn't advertise if if you're a plumber on LinkedIn. Like it's. Yeah. It's a it's a professional market, and it's mm. much better for like if you're an accountant, I would probably recommend using LinkedIn over Facebook. Yeah. If you're a big accountant, yeah, you know, yeah. if you want to be a bookkeeper for a medium to large size business, and that's mm. all you do is just work with medium to large size businesses, mm. do the bookkeeping on say fifty to hundred businesses, mm. LinkedIn every day of the week. Yeah. If you want to do people's tax returns, go to Facebook. Yeah. Because it's it's business to consumer. Mm. So. But but as as far as the future goes, I reckon it's. I reckon there's a lot to be said for for something new popping up. Yeah. In the sense that, like in China, there's like there's like WeChat. I'm not sure if you've looked into WeChat a lot. It's like, from what I know, is it's like social media messaging, calling. You can do your banking. It's like everything. Yeah. And so now, only now, we're starting to see on the horizon that that soon very soon mm. we'll be able to advertise on wechat yeah and so that unlocks china, like china as a market yeah. Yeah. so um i think it's just going to be stuff like that is is finding and and i i i sort of swear by this is like as soon as you understand and can prove your your demographic so there's obviously people with biases as to what their dem- demographic would be but as soon as you can understand it and prove that that is your demographic then you just need to follow them i mean wherever they go mm. advertise to them yeah. you know what i mean listen to them use your niche power to like yeah like your unique brand yeah this is what i want to see all right let's do it yeah without because mediating the, and saying all right we do nude art and now we're going to draw trees like, yeah don't do that. it doesn't make sense yeah yeah i mean and and i still think there's a 
there's a lot to be said for dropping flyers in letterboxes, to be honest. Like, well, look at mum. She walked around to every single house in the entire division and knocked on their door. Yeah. That's why she got elected. Because she yeah. met everyone in it who yeah. voted for it. Yeah. And that again, but that again, if that was a business, that's that's building that that relationship. You know what I mean? Mm. And sti- like, I still reckon like sticker slapping. Just going through. If if you're mm. really local, mm. just slapping stickers everywhere that say just enough to get people interested in your in your brand. Yeah. I mean, why not? Cost you fifty bucks for a couple thousand stickers. Go nuts. Get the yeah. boys out there. Yeah, it works for some away. people. I'd love to. Um, sustainability problem for me is the only thing for me. Yeah, look, I'm probably yeah spat in the eyes of this com- of this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's not this podcast. It's just the, the guys that I've met recently have just have been involved in that type of stuff. I think. Yeah. So the sticker slapping and even <laughs> I said that that. Uh, there was a message in Discord the other day. I don't know if you're part of the Discord. No. Chat. I jumped into it for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and it was like Josh sent it to me. And it's like SpongeBob, and he's like throwing up like with the big thing like this. And mm. I sent it to the voice chat, and it yeah. was like nobody. And it's just like stick slap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'd love to do that. You know mm. what I mean? Like even when I was working down at night, I was like, I'm gonna print a shirt with my podcast link on it, and just walk around and, and work in that shirt. Yeah. But then I quit. It's like nah, not for me. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Nah. At, at the time, just, yeah, not the right place to be. Mm. You've said, obviously, this is gonna, the word market, obviously, it's like, when you think of the word market, you know, physical market, like the fruit market. Right. Or you can think about the stock market. Mm. We think about the market as in general, what you're talking about as in people buying shit. Mm. In your position, when you view the world, mm. do you just see, like you just said, you know, opening China as a market. Mm. Do you see the, the the word is a big fucking shopping centre and everyone's just got a trolley. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never actually thought about that. Because um, I think people do. They're just like, well, that's another opportunity for someone to buy my product. Yeah. More people buy I more people I think maybe there's shirts, sort of you know? a... I guess that's sort of occurred over the last few months for sure. Mm. Is, you know, you... When you start to have exposure to, to data especially. Yeah, yeah. And seeing... You know, you're seeing sheer numbers of people clicking and, and searching and, and all of that kind of... Because it's all sort of provided by third parties and, and you, it's very transparent. You can see it. I guess I have started to look at things and being like, oh, I wonder how much, you know, how how many people would look into that and how many people would um, would would go after this. And so... It's sort of fun. It's like, yeah, I mean, I've always had, and, and we have a lot of discussions about businesses and, and ideas, and you especially have, have always messaged me with, with what, yeah. you, what you're thinking, mm. which is really cool, and I love having those chats with guys like you and then obviously um, my, other, my other friend Nathan. And, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it is, it is sort of fun to now, when someone mentions an idea or a concept or something, to immediately just be like, how would that work? Like, where would the market be? How mm. would you pull it off? Yeah. It's sort of a fun... Which is why I enjoy when you message me and it's mm. just like, I get to really... It's your shit. It's your brain. You're like, yeah, this is my expert type shit. I guess so, yeah. yeah. It's just nice to... And, and and I guess maybe that's where I was struggling, you know, a year ago, is it's nice to actually feel like I understand something. Yeah. And I can apply that. So... And, and that that's where I struggled massively previously. Mm. It was just... It's... it's it wasn't gratifying or rewarding in the slightest. Yeah. And now it's actually like, if I, I felt like if I wanted to start a business tomorrow, I'd know where to look to figure out if what it would be. even be viable. Yeah. 
Man, so that's cool. an important step before actually just going cold turkey quickly yeah. and being like, oh yeah, well, it didn't work. Yeah. My wine didn't grow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to go fucking back to yeah. OMG. Not yeah. <laughs> in a, a parallel universe. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go grow wine. No. Might drink something. That'd be nice, there. though. Yeah, fucking. I'd love to own a winery. Yeah, fucking just stomping on grapes all day. Let's still do that. Mm. I'd love to do that. We work with a few. That's cool. Yeah. How, many, how many brands at OMG? Oh, 10,000? No. no, no, no. I mean, I think I think we work with uh, like mid mid to high 300s. Yeah, cool. At the moment. Um, and then they're, they're just, you know, uh, always on the lookout for people. If anyone listening wants to get into digital marketing in, in, any, in any regard. Yeah. Like literally, yeah, let me know because we're, you know, we've had projections and stuff and, and yeah, we need a lot more people by the end of the year to, <laughs> to allow for what's in the pipe and, and the growth that we're hoping to achieve. So Yeah, so if you're in China, I can link up. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're even allowed to go over there. <laughs> but no, we're, you know, we're moving over to, to some other markets in the coming few months. So cool. I'm just not allowed to show... Yeah, I, no, I've, yeah, I've never worked get... for someone before, so yeah. I'm not sure how much I can say. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they've, they've got big plans and big ideas and so... Yeah, I mean, if, if anyone's interested, hit me up. I'm going to do, like, a, you probably already explained what you do generally, like a little task. So if I, I'm going to give you, like, a business idea, <laughs> what would you do with that within, like, a five to ten minute spiel? Like, how would you go about making that person or that business right. the top of the Google search? Oh, okay. Okay, so... <laughs> I've got an example and I want to do this and this is something that if you're interested in this message me as well because I think this is a it's not necessarily a money making opportunity mm. but I enjoy a good cup of coffee I right. like volunteering everyone loves free shit right. and I like the sunrise cool I was walking down in Burley the other the other month and I was there by myself just got a coffee and there's this group of old dudes and I would love for me and my friends and the rest of the people I meet in my lifetime to be able to do that to walk down to the coffee shop every day, have coffee and say good day before you go and do the rest of your day. You know, 5.30 to 6.30, it's just, it's the boys, that's it. This is our group, community, doing this. Right. Nothing like, even if you've fucking, you know, you've been in the surf for two hours before and you have to, you, you got to make that meeting. you got to make sure you can get there or, and so I call it like the My Mug Club. So you bring your own mug, save the, save the environment, like better for coffee cups. Agreed. Um, it's, it's free coffee. Plain black coffee, you partner up with a local barista to come make the coffee that day. Mm. You just have a coffee machine on the side of the road or mm. at the beach or whatever. And I'm just trying to partner all the bits in there as well as you'd have a specialty bean made by a, um, a roastery. A roastery? Down here on the coast. Right. So like therefore coffee, they make their own coffee from wherever they get it from. Mm. They have their own brand. I'd say, hey guys, I want to promote your coffee. Give me a bag. I'll do it this Saturday. Going to have my friend Aaron. He works at this coffee shop. Fuse Aaron and the coffee beans together. Free coffee for two hours if you bring your own cup. Right. No waste. Enjoy your coffee. Go home. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Right. That's a lot of investment, time and money wise to get to that point. Mm. How would I get people to come to my mug club besides saying that it's free coffee? I reckon that there's a lot to be said, especially over the over the last year uh, or a few years, especially. But I mean, I I, I have only sort of really been reading and and consuming news heavily i guess over the last year or so Mm. i think there's a lot to be said for it becoming a lot more 
encouraged to, and it, this sort of links in is like it, it's being encouraged a lot more that you know you should you should talk to your mates, you know, especially in a time where there's so many problems with with young men and mental health and and, mm. and obviously women and mental health. Yeah. But, but recently a big push into male suicide rates and stuff like that, and yeah. it's all about you know that whole are you okay movement and having conversations. And yeah. so and I sort of want to build conversation community. Well, yeah, I mean, so I don't even. I don't even know that it it would be a massive investment financially. I think mm. it would be more something that you could, you know, work work towards the mm. reason the re, you know promote the reason that you want to have conversations yeah. rather than the because it's not really you know the free coffee and mm. stuff. It, the way I think about that free coffee side of things mm. is just that that's just the meeting point. Do you know mm. what I mean? Cause yeah. it could be anywhere, but it's like, we've got the coffee and stuff and mm. sit down, have a mug of coffee and, and talk, talk. Yeah. So yeah, that's even why I've started the podcast is to communicate. To yeah. Get my better at my skills, learn about someone, about something else. And how much better do you feel when you sit down and have a conversation with someone in the morning? Yeah. Watch the surf, watch the sunrise. All right, mate, have a good day. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And it's good to just check in on people and, and make sure they're doing okay. So yeah. I think if anything, it would be, it would probably be something that that I would push, you know, I, I think for something like that. You could just have a an Instagram and a Facebook page and just, you know, every Saturday just say, or, or Friday of or whatever, just say tomorrow the coffee machine will be at mm. X. Yeah. Um, and then that, that's, you know, they've got somewhere else to go to the next Saturday. You probably don't want it to be too repetitious. Yeah, no. Change the locations, put it in a park, put it by a canal, put it, you know. Here. Yeah. Here, you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, yeah. Um, and, and I would just not, you know, if, mm. once they're there, if they're there, just not yeah. push it, you know, they're there to have a chat and, yeah, exactly. and if, you know, I feel that the older generation, I'm talking parents are like, mm. well, where's the, where's your money involved? I'm like, well, hang on. Oh, I mean, it's if, about doing good. It's about promoting yeah. community. It's not about making But money. I also, I also think, I also there's think. A, they have a point, obviously. Yeah. But more so that the people who are there. You know, it, it, you're doing it for the right reasons, and I think I think everyone these days, if they don't, they should understand that. Despite goodwill, it's like for something to keep going, it has to be funded. Yeah. So I mean, even if you're charging two dollars for a cup of coffee, man, like it's mm. half the price you'd pay anywhere else. Yeah. So you know, you 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 get that mm. that sort of money. Yeah, yeah, through. Yeah. If you really need, I, I think I think the the money making side of it would almost be the easiest bit. I mm-hmm. think it would be much better to just worry about having the right image and doing the right thing by the that people that attend. Yeah, without mm-hmm. using like being that, you know. Because I, mean? I think you'd get a lot of people who found out about it just organically through foot trap, like people physically seeing it in the morning, rip over for a two, you know, and that could be it. Is it starts off as like oh, two dollar coffee, sick. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a, it's a chance for people to talk. And it's also like, well, yeah, you can't have coffee because I don't have a cup here. So if you brought your own cup, mm. you'd be able to do that. So yeah. it's like a good incentive for them mm. helping out helping out Mother Earth and shit. So yeah. with, because um, I would say everyone coming to you in your expertise is looking to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, just, yeah. yeah it's, the, it's another way to use, to make strategy to make money. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, and it's interesting how you sort of like, it, it almost feels dirty saying that, but it's like, you know, money, money makes the world go around. If, yeah. What's, if, if you've got a business, especially, yeah, I mean, if you've got a business, you need money to run a business. Yeah. Like you, you said, know what I mean? important. Yeah. yeah. And, and for the most part, businesses that are not 
that, that are really there just purely to help people are, you know, non-for-profits. Yeah. And so we will, we still, we still work with some non-for-profits, mm. um, but it's just, it's obviously that they, they have access to funding and stuff like that. So they're not so much worried about getting people through the door to make money. It's more to retain, you know, X funding or, or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, I understand. So I'm not too sure that the logistics of... Yeah, but like I said, we've got, you know, this many people involved with our community. Yeah, That's and then why we can get the grant. For to, a grant and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. so... But yeah, and I, I, I always say to people, you know, you shouldn't feel bad for... Wanting to make money. Wanting to make more money. Yeah. You know, like I, I always sit down with clients and, and have a meeting and, and say, what are your goals? And yeah, nine times out of 10, they just say, oh, well, I want more sales. So mm. yeah, of course you do. It's mm. right here. Yeah. That's okay. Do you ever, we do this in counseling for nutrition. It's like, you know, how confident are you to make this change? How confident are you to pick up the apple compared to the Fredo frog? You know, mm. people say oh, a four or an eight. It's like, well, why are you a four? and not mm. an eight or why you were four and not a two right do you say that to them like we want to make ten thousand dollars in the next week it's like well why don't you want to make thirty thousand dollars yeah i probably would rather try and get to 10 before 30 though yeah, yeah yeah um a lot of it a lot a big a massive part is realistic yeah is expectation mm. you know management so first of all if someone walked through the door and was like i want to make 10 grand i'd say how'd you get 10 like did you just pull that out of your back pocket or yeah. like how did you get to 10 grand figure, yeah yeah and i mean if if they come through and they show me data from the last six months and every month they've been going up by you know 1500 bucks and they're at eight and a half now i'd say you know, yep fair enough mm. it's realistic yeah it's achievable but smart goals yeah yeah wow forgot about that mm. um but yeah i mean a lot of the time it's it's interesting when people talk about something they're not a hundred percent on is is why they want to do something. Yeah, always and, look at your why. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like so many people just want to do something because they think it'll work because someone said it to them once. Mm. Yeah, and it and if someone said it to them once and they really trust that person, it's so hard to change. Yeah, it's even like hearing it from the right person. You know, your dad yeah. can tell you to shave your beard a million times over. <laughs> But as soon as you miss so go shave your beard, you go, oh, it's fucking coming it's, off. It's off. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I agree. Yeah. 100%. The right person has to say it to you. Yeah. To and really, like, get it through your skull. And so, yeah, a lot of the time, if we if we struggle with that early, it'll just be you then turn to managing the relationship and, and showing that you actually have a relationship. And then once they trust you, then it's reassess their goals, reassess expectation planning and, and, and stuff like that. Well, yeah, if you can get them to achieve a goal within mm. a, small, small, a smart goal, a small period of time, they're like, oh, these guys actually fucking work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and we do. We go after low-hanging fruits and, and quick wins and stuff to build trust and show yeah. them that we that we give a shit. Yeah, which is important for, mm. like, customer relations. Business. Yeah. Your customer relations, not their customer relations. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Building business and stuff. Outside of um, online marketing bureaus, what's your, what's your why? You know, your market, why do you, why do you turn towards digital marketing um it was sort of that um it, it was sort of that happy median between like i really wanted to do economics loved the idea of economics mm. but it was too it was too granular you know what i mean it was too data heavy numbers heavy and then i i always wanted to do something creative but i'm not very creative <laughs> and so i suppose digital marketing because it it's the perfect 
balance of of strategy which can be creative that is that is built and executed based on data so it gave me sort of the best of both worlds without having to be you know in the in the numbers every day all day looking at at you know data and spreadsheets and that kind of stuff so without putting that into practice yeah yeah and so it almost yeah, it gave me everything that I wanted as well as I, I, like, I like talking to people and meeting with people and so the sort of the account side of things came about just because I'm you know, happy to go and, and present mm. something that I fully understand to the people who it's going to affect yeah. in person, which is out and, out and about the, the best bit of it is, you know. Helping others, yeah. Yeah, in and interaction. Yeah, and sitting down with, in, in some cases, you know, four, five, six people you've never met yeah. And presenting to them 30 slides that are hopefully going to gonna help them create a successful business, change their lives. and To get that blank duck face look just like for, for the 30 slides, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And, yeah. then, and then they come out, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's hard for, mm-hmm. the, for the first bit, especially when you're dealing with bigger businesses where you're, where you're actually presenting to sort of chief marketing officers and... You know, you've got all these people that sort of sound like they do the same thing. Like, you know, you've got like a GM of marketing, head of marketing, yeah. head of digital, and then a CMO. Yeah. Which to me was all the same three, job. Three same yeah. Numbers, yeah. I have no idea what, you know, what they do. Mm. And if they have all of them, what the necessity for us is. But yeah, they're nerve wracking as shit. Because you don't know how, if they're, if they're a chief marketing officer, I mean, I've been in marketing oh, for, you, yeah. yeah. I've been in marketing for six seconds. I mean, they're going to eat me to bits but yeah. it's just because you know marketing's so so vast I suppose that there are different elements some people just work in strategy some people yeah. just work in in market analytics mm. yeah. um what's been your highlight so far from this what five months now mm. um oh to be honest just just actually not trying to pull a sickie every day is the highlight like actually yeah. enjoying going to work yeah, that's i love to hear that yeah. that's so good yeah that's the highlight because every day is different mm. i work with really good people work with a lot of people yeah. i learn something new every day mm. and so for me yeah the highlight's just been actually enjoying working for once that's sick mm. and with the downer so far um uh, this is like my family holiday conversation. Like, what's been the best part of the holiday? Yeah. And what's been the worst part of the holiday? Yeah. Um, I guess it takes its toll. You know, I've, I've just really got stuck into it. Once I realized that, that they were sort of happy with me, I got really, I almost got imposter syndrome again where mm-hmm. I was like, everyone's telling me I'm doing a good job and I don't feel like I'm doing a good job. Yeah. Which which like, we'll just, tell him we do a good job to his face, but this kid out of here next week. Yeah, thing. I yeah I guess so. Or just like I don't feel like I was, you know, I, and I still don't like if if they turn around, well, like you're the best in here. I would just be like, no, I'm not. You know, it's just because I, I don't know. It's just so you know, it's just the way people are. If someone tells you perfect, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, I am. <laughs> 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 it's just not how people are built you yeah. know it's just and so I really struggled with that and so I just worked harder and longer and um yeah just like you know we spoke about before is like last week my, my mm. brain just blew up yeah I had to go home mm. and it was just 
yes, yeah, you know, and you just cop the classic, like, oh, you're stressed, you're stressed. And it's like, I'm not stressed, I'm just, I'm just stressed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, and it's, I'm still not even sure what happened, but it's yeah. just. I'm a human, you know. Yeah, and it takes its toll. I mean, I guess I'm, you know, I'm down in a new city and, um, I wake up and go to work and come home and I'm, I'm pretty... You've never experienced that before, you know, in like mm. a concrete jungle in Sydney. Yeah. Like, and I, well, it sounds like something like you see in a movie. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, I don't really know anyone and, and so it's just I come home and cook myself dinner and clean that one dish up and, mm. and go and have a shower and go to bed. And it's, you know, at the risk of sounding too down and out, like it's, mm. it's pretty bloody lonely. Mm. It's pretty depressing, but at the same time... It, I wouldn't say depressing is the right word, it's more like no, like plain and black and white. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just a bit dull. Yeah, is probably the best way I can describe mm-hmm. it. Is it's just um, it's your routine. It's it's the guy it's like the guy up. You know, he gets up, makes yeah, up, he walks the dog or whatever. Yeah, come comes back. You know, puts puts the kettle on, mm. goes to sleep, yeah. reads the paper, makes some lunch, have another nap. That's what. what yeah, comes, that's sort home. of it. Yeah, and so just being. It's just, yeah, it's just existing, I guess, for the moment. Is yeah, it? existing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all I'm, you know, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with people that just live to work, which is pretty much what I'm doing at the moment, mm. is that just, I just work, and if, yeah. when people say, what else do you do, it's like, look, not a lot, to be yeah. honest, because I just want to... You enjoy it, man. Yeah, it's I mean, like it's like a, I said last few weeks ago with Jasmine. It's like we're just students of life. We just want to learn, want to do shit, mm. and like we've just decided that I want to learn more about digital marketing. And I, I like it. Mm. I'm good at it. I'm interested in it. So that's what I'm going to spend a majority of my time doing. Yeah, simple. That's all it is. Mm. Like you can't have your finger in every pie, otherwise you'd be huge. You know? Yeah, you know what I mean. So if you can focus on the blueberry pie, yeah, and dominate it, yeah. why not get all, it. get it all to yourself? Mm. What's your goal outside of? I know you've got. I guess a side project that's been going on for a little bit of time now. Yeah. Do you want to talk anything about that today or? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I've been working with a good mate of mine, Nathan, on a on a music streaming and and sort of social media app. Mm. Um. And yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a long time in the in the making. Yeah. I think probably. Yeah, nearing on like. Look. Maybe nearing on like almost two and a half years since we since we started started, yeah. um, and well, like it, you said to these people that you come and see every day, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, you build an app in thirty seconds. No, that's it, and and so yeah, I mean it's it's looking like it's going to be up and and on the app store within the next like week, which is sort of surreal. Mm. Um, and and yeah, I mean it's interesting having you know when I started it, I just wanted to start it to help a mate who was a really good musician, mm. which was sort of strange. Is it that um, Wongo or Willow dude who played those, that sick music on him? Like, just the sounds? Jim Alexander? Yeah. Yeah. Him? James Vincent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking sick tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny, because now he's at a Shout point out. where he, Fuck like, him. he doesn't need me at all. He's just yeah. doing incredibly well on his own, which mm. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few of his tracks are, like... They're unreal. Right up there. Like, yeah. flume-type sounding type. Yeah, stuff. very much they're so. very unique. It's yeah. good. Um... And I just like I just looked at him and was like, man, how is this? Like this kid's the best. Everyone should hear his shit. Mm. And so then it just started off as an underground streaming app, which we realised sort of existed in SoundCloud, mm. but SoundCloud's so like DJ heavy and and yeah. really saturated now. Um, so then yeah, I mean now it's it's basically music streaming 
Um, you know, you can upload statuses and photos and, and then the sort of the biggest part is just, um, venues can go and create profiles and they can actually go and find artists, listen to their music, watch their video clips and then book them. And then they can create an event and then, you know, you and me can, mm. can say whether we're going Who's to the event. on Saturday night? Okay, yeah. fan. And then you saw who was playing and then you can download their music and stream their music. Mm. You know, it's just like a... I've I've said to I've said this to Nathan the other obviously the other one so many times he'll probably like punch me in the head if he hears it again but it's like musicians especially and a lot of creative stuff is like it's a pyramid you know there's the the one percenters at the very top that make all the money and get all of the all of the the streams and, and the listens yeah yeah yeah. Shit. yeah but at the bottom there's all these people that aren't making any money mm. that just want to be heard. Yeah. And the benefit is, is if there's, you know, 10,000 people in the very top of the pyramid, mm. I mean, there's, there's so many, so many aspiring, many. especially yeah. with the ease of, and I've, it's not that I've got something against DJs and that's mm. why I want to go against SoundCloud. Yeah. It's just, DJ cooks over here. Just, <laughs> I just reckon clean the slate. Let's start again, mm. you know? And so, how good is it when you see a live band, a band? That's, that's what I yeah. mean. And yeah. so it's just, I want that ease of use where we can, we can just help people. And the, the idea is that the number one artist on, on fan, mm. which is obviously the name of the app is fan music. P-H-A-N-N. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the number one artist on fan would, would not even, would not even be found on, you know, you couldn't find him on Spotify. Yeah. That's sort of the hope. And it's not that I want to hold on to these, you know, these musicians for the rest of their life. Oh my God. What? I just got it. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it? Nah. Okay. It's like, it's something I want people to figure out. For <laughs> <me, so. laughs> yeah, you just got it there. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I wrote that in the shower. I was in the shower and I wrote, yeah, and that's how I came up. With it. Oh mm. fuck yeah! Yeah, that is sick. And then the the fan, it just all links and like yeah. musicians have fans. Yeah, you get it. So sick. It's mad, eh? Oh my branding. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but but yeah, and it's it's not that I want to hold on to these artists for the rest of their life and monetize the shit out of them. It's I just want to get them to a point where then they can move into Spotify and actually be someone. If you know. Yeah. And help venues and help help just local music scenes. I mean, the Gold Coast yeah. sucks for local music. Mm. And I'm not sure if it's just because it sucks or just because mm. we don't know about it. But I mm. feel like we've been living here for a while. And Do you mean like having gigs or having artists pop up out of both. the Gold Coast? Yeah. Both. Because you help one, you help the other. You know, yeah, if yeah. you get a budding artist, mm. he needs somewhere to perform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and if you've got a pop and venue, then you need people to fill it. So yeah, exactly. You, you know, you can't have one without the other, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, fan music, hopefully next week. We'll yeah. see. And even there's an example, like, there's this guy I follow on Instagram, and they just found him, like a DJ. Yeah. Um, not, nothing against DJ. Like, he's really good, and I actually like him. Mm. He, Little Fritter, his name is. Right. He's been playing, like, Sunday session Justin Lane for years, mm. I think, or, like, a, a long time now. And he was just on tour with Fisher, like, over in the States. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got, like, kids and a wife and stuff, and he's <laughs> a real cool dude. And I, I see him, and we went out to the pavilion one night, and he was playing, and I was like, sick. But he was not vibing at all, you know. It was the pavilion, you know, people hike, you know, suits and dresses and shit, and he's just playing his song. He belongs somewhere like Justin Lane or, or somewhere like a beach party, something like that, where mm. he's just throwing down, he's got his shirt off, you know. Yeah. Like, creating an environment like that on the Gold Coast is, yeah, it's hard. Mm. It's, or it's not here now. Yeah. Like, 
and yeah. who can express and play that type of music that he wants to play. Because mm-hmm. he was over there, some of his Instagram stories, he was dancing around, flinging his fingers, you know, yeah, like, yeah. having the best time in helicopters and shit. And then, he's, and then I see him in real life, and I'm like, oh, hang on, like, what's the go here? But he's a sick artist, playing sick music, and I just mm. would like for him to be able to, instead of necessarily playing at the pavilion, play somewhere where he can be himself and play the music he wants to play yeah. to the audience that he and wants I think, to make dance. I think the big, the big problem with that is, is, is he's there because he didn't, you know, he's... There's nowhere else for... There's no demands for him anywhere else. Yeah, he's played elsewhere and he's played Justin Lane, he's played, you know, um, EDC in Las Vegas, you know what I mean? So it's like... It's just funny how there's no middle ground between, like, Burley, Pavilion and elsewhere. I know, (laughs) and he's probably playing there because he's a bigger name at Pavilion, like, oh, this guy's good and stuff, but it's not the market that he should be playing. Yeah, it's like market. Yeah, Yeah, there there it is, that word again. Good dude, though. I haven't met him, but I was shooting his dad and he's killing it, playing music. I can't believe I've just seen that. That's fucking blown my mind. Mm. Like, knowledgeable dude. That's what I've got written down here. So I've always admired your brain. I appreciate that. Yeah, very smart fella. You know, you know. Obviously, talking to your dad and stuff. Mm. He seems like a wise man as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a smart bloke. Anyone who's sixty five and over, I think, uh, have some years behind them. Mm. But you've always been in. You know, you've always been able to have an intelligent conversation. You know, history or. Fucking, mm, I don't know, anything, yeah. Cologne, soccer, mm. cricket, mm. Um, politics, you know, mm. and that's why we were, you were going to try to start, I guess, that podcast back in the day of, like, the knowledgeable news type, what was it called? The, um, the I can't even remember what oh, it was Oh, man, I can't, did I name it? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. With, um, like, it was like What's Up or something like that, I can't remember. Oh. What it, was. it was, um. Oh, yeah, 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 I do remember it, actually. It was, um. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like people's opinions on the pol- on what was going on in mm. in the day and age. So yeah, it seemed like you're around what's going on. Right. How do you switch from your surfy go lucky, you know, loving lady type man <laughs> into the business professional that's needed at online marketing gurus, um, or for professionals to see and actually want to listen to? You? Well, uh, I've I mean recently I've had a big thing with with just language in general. Mm. Um, I've been trying to, you know, when I, when I'm with the, with the, some of the boys and have a few beers, I get a bit, a bit sweary. Yeah. Yeah. Just in general, just been trying to tone back the swearing. But, um, I mean, yeah, I think it's, you sort of, you somewhat mirror who you're with anyway. Mm. Um, and, uh, I guess for me, it's just when I'm, you know, when I'm with mates and, and surfing or hanging out and having beers and stuff it's that I'm not I'm not conscious you know I'm not I'm not self-conscious about what you know what you boys are thinking thinking of of me yeah um if you are that's you know I don't really you know I don't really care yeah Yeah, I mean it's not going to affect me what you think I mean we're we're already mates you're stuck with me so too bad you're pretty yeah Yeah. whereas with you know when I'm when I'm presenting something that is reflective of someone else's work Mm. so you know, it, it's not my business. Mm. Yeah, you're representing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, I you know what's expected of you, and you just you just do what what's what's right. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, I don't think you, you need to be told what you know the way to speak to people. Yeah. Just you know, be polite, shake hands, look them in the eyes, that kind of shit. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I don't actively switch when I when I uh, get to work. Boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. You know, I do, like, I actually do mentally notice myself changing a bit in terms of just, you know, posture and the way I I speak 
um, in certain meetings. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. More than anything, it's just sort of trying to Gross. trying to put forward a, a good image for the for the company and for myself. I didn't mention this at the very start. It's kind of how we also start the podcast. Is like obviously tell us about yourself. Like obviously you're Peter Hamilton. Yeah, mate. Twenty three. Twenty three. Try, we might finish up on very close. We've got a few little quick little questions at the end there, but but yeah, tell us about yourself, Peter. Oh look, um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I was born in Sydney originally, lived there for a year, nipped off to Adelaide with with mum and dad and my sister, and lived there for about eight years, and then came to the Goldie, met you. Mm. Um, you know, parent parents went their separate ways when I was about. 13, mm. I reckon grade 8. Yeah. Real bad time for it to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Getting into barrels back then. <laughs> yeah, I know. But sort of like wouldn't have had it any other way actually, which is mm. kind of gross. Mm. I said that to my dad the other day and he nearly threw up. But um, I think it's, you know, it's, it's well, you made. You can't imagine your life being any other way. Everyone, you know, like the, the, back, the going back in time effect, like if you squash this butterfly, you're going to go back to the future and it's going to be all fucked up. It's yeah. Like, oh, you it's know, it's just what? more that it's made me appreciate when things are good, mm. you know what I mean? And because it, yeah. it was it was shit for for a few years, like really bad, like just it was. Uh, I was talking to my sister about it, and it was like I, there's sort of like a two year window. That I actually don't remember anything, mm. and it and it's just like that's not great. Yeah. But it's sort of made me pretty resilient, and and really appreciate relationship not not like with girls yeah like it has but you know more just relationships with people mm. so I wouldn't really change it for the world yeah. um it, it it also meant that I was it was sort of just me and my dad for yeah. a lot of it and I guess that's good admittedly I'm a bit uh, a bit cynical and a bit um you know <laughs> a little bit sarcastic and um because he's just so dry and there's just no... But when you see him and you next to each other, you're like, it's just a younger version. It's yeah. A lot, like, there's no... You can be, you know, your mate and sarcasm and stuff, but he's just sarcasm. And yet you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, well, that's And he's, from. you know, he's, he's very cynical and he doesn't believe in, in really anything. Yeah. There's definitely truth that only comes out. Like, yeah. Oh, your shit. Like, oh, yeah, he's... And thanks. he's just... And, and that's sort of the beauty of it is he's just honest. Yeah. And so, and my mum is as well, but... I'm super honest. Yeah. Now. I can't even be fucked even trying to fit anymore. Yeah. But so, I mean, the, the two of them... The combination of the two of them, mum being a very, very warm and, and gentle soul and, and believing of, of whatever, but not afraid to pull people up has just resulted in me being me, I guess. So, mm. yeah, 20, 24 in October and... See what's next when we get there, I guess. So it's like you're the oldest one of the fellas, but Jacob is 24. And he's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he said the age there. Uh, before we like to finish up, I'd like to talk about... I just call it like the chat section. So like, what's up in your world, like besides fan, besides online marketing gurus, besides Claire not being at home? <laughs> <laughs> um... Any good books, any good movies, music? You said you've been delving into the music scene a little bit. Yeah, man. Uh, love, love the music. I've been vibing. Yeah, get your phone out. Show us I an got some out. Hold up. I've been getting into real, like, old, funky stuff. Yeah, I've been listening to Led Zeppelin a lot lately. Oh, okay, but, cool. But, man, you got to listen to an album. Everyone should go and listen to this album. It's called Fuzzy Brain by Dayglow. It's such a, just a fun, like, feel-good, there's one real sad song, but it's, like, yeah. a real feel-good, like, happy album. You know what, what I mean? What type of music is 
It's just we'll sort of, I don't like calling it surf rock, but it's like yeah. that. You know what okay. I mean? It's just that, like, just... Not as pointless as Skeggs, but... <laughs> Like, no, they got some good lyrics, man. They made me cry sometimes. Things. Yeah, good dudes. Um, but no, I've been listening to a band called Wallows a bunch. Um, been listening to a bunch of the Kooks. Just like sort of feel good, happy, mm. but that bouncy stuff. Just yeah, like, yeah, cause sort of meaningful. Yeah, yeah, just loving the guitar at the moment, you know. Um, but no, I mean, what's 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 going on? I guess uh, I'm buying a piano next week. Getting back into it. Fuck yeah. Just something to do, you know, mm. a bit of a release, and then. And just playing golf and trying to surf more. Been playing golf down there? Mm. Yeah, loving it. Joel's just bought a membership up here. Oh, he where is that? Um, Tully? Emerald? Emerald Lakes? Yeah. yeah. I think cool. he plays out there every weekend with uh, one of the other mates. You know, Will, who's in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. His brother Tom. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. Every Saturday, Sunday, they've been going the last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a weird one for people that haven't really played much of it, but it's like you essentially just walk for four hours and hit something every now and then, and yeah. it's really fun. And it's just like, just, you know, you don't really listen to music or anything while you do it. You're just out there. You just do it. Yeah. It's sort of a strange one, but it's a really so nice break. you have a smart, bloody, a smart bat. What do you call it? A smart golf club. Mm. Be telling you the angles and the fucking screens and shit. Ah, we don't want it to get too granular, mate. It's half the fun. I just got like a, a Garmin. Mm. Like I was at the dinner table the other night and I was just testing it out. And dad called me and I was like, my fucking arm's moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how shit's getting these days. The last question I like to do is an ideal day for Peter Hamilton. So the way, and you've listened to the podcast, you know how the question works. Aggie was surfing at one point and then he was snowboarding. Mm. What would you do? And last week the boys were in the studio with Mac Miller. What would you do in your ideal day? They took it a little bit far bringing in dead people, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would I do with my ideal day? So you've gone to sleep at whatever hour you've woken up, like hour of, your, of the day you're waking up. Oh, uh, can I be anywhere in the world? Yeah. Oh, mate, I just, um... Oh, that's so tough. Because we just talked about travelling before we jumped on the podcast today, so... I think I'd just, yeah, it'd, ha- it'd have to be, like, Probably the you know wake up like crack it on, in the, in like the Maldives or something. Just mm. ten before one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one before ten. Ten before two. Yeah. Two before ten or ten before two. <laughs> no, yeah, wake up at crack of dawn and and jump on a boat with with my older brother and and maybe Boothy and and a few of the other boys Nagsy and mm. and stuff and and just go out to a little. Three foot reef break and just get waves for a couple of hours and then come back and have brekkie, chill out with the rest of the but somehow the rest of the boys yeah, are there. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's hard when you get to these age groups where yeah. you have different cliques. You yeah. Know what I mean? And then when you bring them together, it's a big disaster. I mean, ideally, so what it <laughs> yeah, would be is ideally, like, yeah, yeah. you know, we come back, have breakfast, like, oh my God, all the boys are here. Yeah. Go back out, have another surf, swim around, do a bit of snorkeling yeah. with all the boys. Fuck yeah. Family. Everyone can, I love, you know, family and stuff, yeah. that's that's priceless. And then just for some reason, even if we're not celebrating anything, mm. just like sort of two, three o'clock in the Arvo, beers come out, we're celebrating something, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter what, it can be someone's birthday, it can yeah, be your yeah. birthday, I don't give a shit, yeah. we're just all celebrating something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. I mean, ideal world it would be my wedding, but I mean, that's a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have to find someone for that so yeah I mean that'd be it that'd be mad I'd love that 
Just cool watching the sunset on an island. Yeah. Yeah, that's just great. Just the golden liquid flowing. Yeah, I'm happy with that. That's yeah. it. I'm happy with my answer. I'll lock yeah. it in. That's a good yeah. answer. Lock it in. Cool. If that happens tomorrow, I'm coming for you. Yeah. Mm. What would you have for brekkie? As a dietitian, I'm asking. Oh, man. It doesn't have to be healthy. Uh, I'd, I'd bake beans and cheese the other Yeah, morning. I don't know if I'd go much further than than like a an English brekkie, you mm. know? Hash brown or a big brekkie. Big yeah, brekkie. big brekkie. Yeah, no yeah. mushrooms though. I don't yeah. like them. Oh what? I have. I'll eat mushrooms. I hate them. Yeah, you can have them. <laughs> yeah, save them for later. Yeah, feed them to the fish. How bad are acai bowls for you? Or does it depend? How bad are they? Yeah, are they bad for you. Is there a lot oh, of sugar in them? Depends what they're made with. Like mm-hmm. if you just eat the berry by itself, you're not doing too bad. Like the frozen stuff. Yeah. But if they mix it with apple juice and fucking mm-hmm. coconut milk and sugar and spices and everything, pretty nice. bad. Right. I'll like have like a little one of that. Professor X. Yeah. yeah. It's like throwing in fucking chemical X in the in the powder. Oh yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, yeah. like you can yeah. make all the good shit in there, but if you mix that Professor X type with, shit in there, with bad shit, then you're gonna struggle. You're in trouble. Um, I haven't had one in a long time. I'm pretty. Neither have I actually. One, so. What? I would say it is yeah. winter. Yeah, that's true. So that's it, mate. Where can they? Where can listeners find you? It's four four forty. Now it's time. We'll be having beers, having wine, having yeah, a laugh. Not long. What? Uh, where, where can they, they find yeah, me tonight? Nah. Or just if you're on the coast tonight, you won't hear this recording. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> no, I was like, oh. where can the listeners find you? Get in contact with you if they want to talk to you about some stuff. Oh, I mean, just if if you if you're serious. Yeah, I mean, if you're serious about wanting to work in in digital marketing or or learn more about how you could get into it I'd probably just message me on Instagram yeah it's just PD Hamilton with a like a Y I guess instead of an R Y yeah Hamilton um yeah or just I mean Facebook I'm not sure yeah or online marketing gurus oh yeah I mean if if you want to it's just Peter at online marketing gurus dot com dot au the only Peter get fucked in the whole place, not That's Peter One Hundred and One or no, nah, mate, just Peter. Just it's just Peter. one of me. Pretty, <laughs> pretty unique good. name these days. Thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. No Cheers. worries, dude. Cheers. It's your boy Nate back at it. Uh, thanks for listening to that episode, guys. So don't forget to like, share. Uh, post on on Instagram, on Spotify, all those things. Put a uh, review down if you can on iTunes as well. That super helps. Uh, and then Podbean as well. So getting on there as well also helps the podcast. Um, but before you shoot off, I just want to talk about, I guess, this week's little fun fact or lesson that I like to do. I haven't been doing this as much. as more about speaking about myself. But I wanted just to mention uh, risk-taking. So I've been watching this film called Albatross, uh, and it's produced by this guy in partnership with Parlay, I'm pretty sure, um, and it talks about plastic consumption uh, by these birds on this on this island. Uh, it's, it's a really awesome film, and I'm, I'm only halfway through. Um, but they, there's this other bird that lives on the island called the white fern, and I look at this bird, and it's just amazing. It's beautiful, beautiful, nice white coat, blue beak, and it lays its egg on a single branch. It doesn't build a nest, just lays an egg on the branch, looks after the egg while it's on the branch, blah, blah, blah. And if the bird, when it hatches, the bird flies away to feed its young. But the young, little young, will just sit on the branch and will not move. Day, night, um, starving, cold, wind, uh, it won't move. So it's really cool to see that these animals, they're taking this super high risk, but they get that high reward as well. And where I really want to try learn from that is that Obviously, the bird lays the egg on the branch, which is the, the part of the high risk. 
but it doesn't just leave it then. It nourishes it, it sits there and keeps it warm. It makes sure that there's no predators around until then that the bird is hatched. Then it takes, then it knows that it can look after itself and then it flies away. So if you, if you, I guess if you put that into sort of a business mind or a goal mindset, yes, you can take a high risk by doing something, but you have to nurture um, that high risk and really focus on it and spend time on it and really really make sure that you're committed to that task. And then once the task is, uh, is completed or the, the bird has hatched, then you can again take another risk. So just taking things at one step at a time is something that I think I need to do more in my life. And if you're trying to do a million things at once like I am, try to do that as well. And uh, I'll definitely keep you updated. But a cool bird, look them up, look up the movie. It's free to watch, so uh, get amongst it. But until then, until next episode, remember to breathe.